Hey guys, what's up? This is Elevated Talks with Isabel, where I'm committed to helping us grow through enhancing our lives with conversation, and I give tips on how to engage in a more open-minded and classier life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Get Elevated with Isabel. Um, My name is Isabel Francis, and I'm here committed to helping us all create a more positive life by giving you tips and advice from personal experience, just by sharing with you all what I know. Um, Wow, does it feel good to be back. Uh, Thank you guys for being so patient with me last week. I did not have an episode, um, obviously, because I was out of town. Um, and I had visited Denver, Colorado, and then I flew out to LA to visit some friends there. And I just got back into town Monday evening. So before I get into the episode, I do want to mention that if you have not been to Colorado, you're missing out. (laughs) Um, it was so beautiful. I mean, coming from Florida, it's flat. I mean, I live in South Florida, so I'm not used to seeing uh, freaking snow or seasons or mountains or anything pretty much green unless I go to like a sanctuary, you know, like I'm not used to it. So being able to have the opportunity to get out there and appreciate like all of the nature was so freaking awesome. Um, so if you ever get a chance to go, take that opportunity and just run with it. I promise you will not regret it. Um, Anyways, uh, this week's episode, I just want to jump in and talk about how to manage our priorities without getting overwhelmed because your to-do list is as long as the TSA line the day before Thanksgiving. If you have ever traveled any time near any holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, any of those like major holidays, you definitely can relate to the TSA line being so long. So this is kind of a great metaphor for what I liked to use on being able to prioritize these tasks when your list feels literally that long. Uh, My goal here is to be able to give you some tips and advice on ways that I work on managing my priorities to kind of help you manage yours as well. Uh, Just a little backstory. I grew up with a single mom. Um, She basically had to kind of act as both parents at times. And so this meant, you know, cramming in as many as as many activities um, as possible. And my sister and I being busy 24 seven, just so she could be at work. I mean, I grew up having soccer practice one day to dance class the next to Girl Scouts the next to religious school to volunteering. I mean, to going to Boys and Girls Club, the list goes on. I mean, we were literally go, go, go all the time. I mean, the only time we maybe didn't do anything was a Sunday afternoon and we went to the beach because that's around the same time when religious school ended, which was amazing, by the way. Um, Not to mention, though, my mom was also in the military and shout out to her because she still is and she's a badass bitch. So thank you, mama. (laughs) Um, But anyways, being on time to every appointment and activity was critical. Uh, fast forward to growing up into this adult that I am now, um, I do have such a better understanding of time management and consistency. And I'm not saying I'm perfect and I'm on time to every appointment all the time and every activity, but I am saying that because I went through the mindset 
of having to be on time or 10 minutes early, it definitely put me in a position where I can manage my future activities and my future to-dos so much better. Um, I mean, yeah, accidents happen. We accidentally sleep in, traffic gets rough, or emergencies happen. But besides all of that, time management is really important to me. I mean, this shit takes patience and consistency. Uh You know, we're all familiar with the phrase, sorry, I can't, I'm busy, whether it was said to us or whether we've said it to someone else. We've all heard it before. And so for a more basic definition of that statement would be, I have other priorities, right? I mean, prioritizing your tasks are so important. And we actually do this a lot more than we think we do. Whether we're canceling plans, doing something spontaneous, or maybe just because we can. I mean, whatever you're prioritizing is whatever you've made number one, right? I I don't want to get off topic too much real quick, but I do want to say like it does remind me of this conversation that I had with a friend a couple weeks ago when I posted on my Snapchat saying, if they wanted to, they would. (laughs) And he went on by saying, but will they? And it made me think about priorities. I mean, most definitely, yes. If someone wanted to do something, they most definitely would. You want an expensive PlayStation, for example? Well, what do you do? You start by saving your money. You say no to going out. You stop eating at restaurants. You stop getting drunk every weekend. You put away $20 every week. I mean, these are far stretches, but these are definitely things that you do to pursue getting that PlayStation, right? Um, Same goes for relationships. I mean, you like someone? Do you want to pursue someone else? Well, you take them out on dates. You get to know them a little bit more. You accept the fact that rejection is a possibility. And you also understand that so is commitment. I mean, if someone had the means to want something bad enough, they'd work for it. They put in the effort, the time, the knowledge to get what they want, right? It's priorities, I mean, I didn't want to get too off topic um, because I do want to save that kind of conversation for another episode, but it did tie in with a sense of what we decide to prioritize. Anyways, uh, to manage these priorities, we go through a few questions when we try to start to, when we start working on them. Uh, What's important, what can actually be put off, and what can be delegated. After doing a little bit of research, I came across this post that talked about analyzing these tasks by breaking them down into the four Ds. The do, defer, delegate, and delete. The do. This one is literally simple. It's just do any task that you can get done now. Pretty much anything under two minutes, just do it now. Get it. It's a quick way to narrow those harder to complete, higher priority tasks. Um, the defer. These ones are things that you need to do, but they do take longer than, you know, two minutes to complete them. You know, put these tasks in a separate, like, area so that you can get these done when you have the time to prioritize them, basically. Uh, Delegate. Uh, This is a great way to quickly cut down this long list of tasks you need to get done. Assign delegatable tasks to others. Um, If there's anything you're waiting on someone else for, get it off your list. And lastly, delete. This goes for anything you don't really need to do. These are things that are worth deleting that tasks that have been sitting on your to-do list forever. Um, And they also usually require more effort versus the value that comes out of them for the result. Um, And so now that I've given you a little bit of insight on how to analyze these tasks, 
I kind of wanted to take a couple minutes to talk about my favorite three effective ways to prevent feeling overwhelmed when your list of things to do feel never ending. Um, First things first, if you can't determine a starting point, you'll never reach the end. Prioritizing the obligations and organizing them make your task list so much easier. I mean, if something is time sensitive, it should be a higher priority. And with that said, number one, say no. I was reading an article that spoke about ways to say no, and I wanted to share the metaphor that they used. Have you ever been on a flight and you heard the flight attendant announce, in an emergency, fasten your own oxygen mask before attending to others? There is a very important reason for this. I mean, in many situations, we accept tasks from others simply because it's hard to say no. When we learn to say no to certain things, it can alleviate the extra weight to your already heavy workload. You simply can't help everyone until you've taken care of yourself. And learning to say no can be one of the best things you do for yourself. I mean, your time belongs to you. You wouldn't let someone else like steal money from you. So why would you let them steal your time? Like we're only given so much time, which makes which makes ours so precious. And so make sure you get first priority on something that may be wasted by others. Uh, Number two, this one's a little bit long, but it's learn to manage your emotions in the midst of change. When you start implementing like new grooves during your day, it can be stressful and it can also sometimes trigger anxiety. I mean, emotions are the most present, pressing, and sometimes painful force in our lives. We are literally driven day by day by our emotions. We cry when we're hurt. We take chances when we're happy. We make sacrifices because we love. I mean, so without a doubt, our emotions dictate our thoughts, intentions, and actions with authority to our rational minds. But sometimes when we act on our emotions too quickly or act on the wrong kind of emotions, we often make decisions that we later regret. Our feelings go to a really dangerous they can go to really dangerous extremes. I mean, if you go too far to the left, you're bordering on rage. And you go too far to the right, you're in a state of euphoria. I mean, as many other aspects in life, emotions are best met with a sense of logical perspective. I'm not saying don't fall in love or jump for joy after hearing great news, because those are great, of course, but it's the negative emotions that really need to be catered a bit more to. So don't act right away would be the first piece of advice I can give for learning how to manage those emotions. Um, Reacting immediately, you know, to emotional triggers can be an immense mistake. It's guaranteed that you'll say or do something you'll later regret because you like before you blurt out anything, take a deep breath and try to stabilize the overwhelming impulse. As you become calmer, you have to remind yourself this feeling is only temporary. Another way to help manage these emotions is find a healthy outlet. Emotions can never be bottled up, even though we all love doing it. Call or go see someone you trust. I mean, just yesterday I texted my girlfriend to ask if she had a minute so I could vent to her. And she called me almost immediately and I told her all about my boy drama. And she was able to provide me with like a different perspective that I never thought of. I mean, sometimes reaching out to someone you trust in the midst of an overwhelming feeling can be really healthy 
and helpful. Or if you don't like talking to anyone, keep a journal, write everything down. I used to do that years ago and I'm still crazy, but it did help my emotions, I promise. (laughs) Or go to kickboxing, go to the gym and release, like, and physically release that feeling. Whatever you do, don't let your emotions get the best of you. Number three, last one, limit and avoid online distractions. I feel like we all have a problem with distractions to one degree or another. We're passionate about doing certain things. However, that passion can oftentimes spiral out of control. Most of us spend our work life online or some co- or to some capacity by digesting large swaths of data. And then we come home and we suck up more information, falling falling into a black hole of internet or social media. I mean, you can't say you haven't been there. I promise we all have. Uh, with this day and age of internet and social media booming, I mean, we're, we're so used to it. it, just sucks us in like a black hole. And you've been there, I promise. <laughs> just do your brain a favor and get off the computer for a couple hours, like every day, just to make sure you disable those annoying notifications. Just take time to do nothing, be lazy, even avoid reading. I mean, a way that I practice this every single day is by having my phone automatically set on do not disturb after seven o'clock p.m. until like 6 a.m. the next morning. You know, because in my mind, the way that I think is that if someone wanted to make plans with me that same day, those plans would have been set way before seven o'clock at night anyways. So giving myself this time frame from seven at night to 6 a.m. allows me to focus on the present. It allows me to use my phone less and not get so distracted on all the social media messages or notifications I mean, this literally allows me to focus on the now, where I'm not checking on my Snapchat every couple minutes, or I'm not scrolling through Instagram for hours just because I had a single notification. And I'm not saying that I don't go on my phone after seven o'clock because I do, but I'm saying that it does help with practicing mindfulness and giving time for just yourself. I mean, with the do not disturb setting, I still can receive calls And so that's when I know if something is important. But other than that, it's technically me time. And so with that said, I'm, you know, this hasn't been the first time or it won't be the last time that I will unintentionally overload my schedule. Um, But I just wanted to share, you know, some tips that I've learned in the past and ideas that I'm trying to apply right now. And that possibly may resonate with you. Um, if any of this resonated or with you or benefited you in any way, I would greatly appreciate you subscribing to my podcast, granting me with a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and just helping me grow by sharing this episode with anyone you know who it might also resonate with. Um, again, guys, I do appreciate your patience with me. Um, it has been a crazy past three weeks um, being out of work and kind of just winging it over here. So I do appreciate your guys' patience and understanding. Um, before I go, I did just want to mention that I did stop doing questions of the week. Um, and I think I'm only going to push them for questions every other week or even monthly Um, depending on how many questions uh, I'll receive. Um, It doesn't really seem like many of you guys have questions. Um, 
or really want to ask me anything, but I'm still open to answering anything you guys might want to know about me or about the podcast. Um, I'm also really open to any advice or tips that you guys would like to share with me. And I have had a couple of people reach out to me already and just offer advice and some tips on my podcast. Um, so I do appreciate it. And it's pretty freaking awesome to have so many people so knowledgeable in different areas to actually reach out and be like, hey, like, have you thought about this idea? Have you thought about this? Like, maybe think about this. And I do appreciate it. But with that said, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe rest of your weekend. I know it is just about to start, but anyways, guys, I'll see you next week. Stay elevated.